2: Everyone And welcome back to Straight White Whale. This is episode 88. Thank you for joining us again in the studio. As always, before we start, we're going to do an ad read. Arguing Co. Paul, would it be alright if you did that?
3: Absolutely. So, what a legend, Alan Argue. Arguing Co. are a Glasgow-based law firm and their offices are in George Square. They can assist you with most legal issues. But if they can't, they'll point you in the right direction. So if you've got anything that you want to talk to them about, um, as long as it's, you know, something to do with legality or law, give them a shout. um, Because uh, you're not wasting your time. They'll literally point you in the right direction if they can take care of it. But their main area of expertise is personal injury claims. So, if this fucking coffee, mate. So, if you have been in a car accident, injured at work, fallen down a well, or bitten by somebody else's pet tiger, we all know that darren has got a pet tiger, (laughs) they'll be able to get the maximum compensation that you deserve. The main difference between arguing co-legal and the big law firms that you see or you hear advertising on the TV or radio is their level of customer service and their approachability. They treat you like a friend or family, um, they'll always keep you up to date in your case, and they speak to you like a normal person. So there's no legal jargon, you know. That way, when you f- you go and you speak to an expert in something, and they do all that, <sighs> mm, don't know, but not going to get into that shape for arguing. Go. They are cheaper than anybody else, and they have a range of funding options, including no one, no fee, um, and. Uh, if anybody quotes this podcast, Straight White Whale, they will get a discount on their fees depending on the case or legal issue. You can contact them at 01413784145 or go to their website which is argueandco.co.uk um, or you can visit them um, at their office at 1st Floor 9 George Square, that's G21QQ or email them at aar at and If you want any of the links, they're in the show notes. If you're watching on Patreon, you'll see the information magically appear in front of me. So thank you, Alan, for keeping the lights on with the podcast, mate. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Alan. Thank you, Paul, for the ad read.
2: Like I said, guys, Alan is a good guy. If you need help, need advice, get in touch with him. He is a friend of the podcast. And also, one of our patron members came down. Uh, we Kirsty P from the Champer Camper came down with our coffee van today
3: and put it out in the street and made Paul and myself a couple of coffees. It's currently making me feel like I've took a double-dunted night and I'm gone into the arches.
2: that's because i sprinkled a wee bit of happiness in it <laughs> don't fight it baby <laughs> <laughs> but i had a can of red bull and a coffee and i feel like my eyebrows are gonna melt half so i that was a delicious coffee thank you kirsty for coming down she also owns a farm with like animals on it and stuff so me and paul are gonna go up in a couple of weeks and film maybe a pet a patron episode
3: yeah We've still got to holy fuck. We yes. To arrange that. We'll arrange that the day. Um, what did you call our business? It was the champer, camp. <laughs> so uh, surely it's the champer, like they're they're, they're serving champagne. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be the champer
2: camp. The champer. So it's not the champer. No. it's Oh not the, my it's god, not the man. It's not the champer camp. I'm a fucking idiot. You're not an idiot, mate sorry yeah. i know my weaknesses i know my strengths know what i mean bro uh hmm. plus i'm at my absolute mind on coffee so there we go hi thanks Kirsty. beautiful yeah so thank you very much for that um as always uh i feel like i've not given them a shout out in a couple of episodes back on side everyone Also a friend of the podcast. I did therapy way back on site for seven months. Libby owns it. They're good people. Uh, Therapy is available for anyone that's struggling. If you feel like you don't need therapy, but you might have a, a problem with alcohol or gambling or anything like that, narcotics, you can go on their website and you'll see a list of numbers there that you can phone and you will get help. All free, of charge. Also, there's a thing called Alanon, and it's for family of alcoholics and addicts. So, unfortunately, if you've got a, a an alcoholic within your household and it's affecting you, you can get in touch with Alanon. Uh, we've all been there before, and we we know what that's like. And Paul, Paul's a therapist. I hope you don't mind, Paul. But if you're a guy, you're listening to this podcast, and you would like one-on-one therapy, get in touch with Paul. So there we go.
3: Thank you very much.
2: That's cool, and I have to sit in on the session now and uh, oil paint the boffees, <laughs> and that will be uh, available <laughs> on Patreon <laughs> for <laughs> six pounds. <down. laughs> You'll be selling the <laughs> art online. <laughs> so I, um, we had Leif in last week, and I thought we would do a podcast with just me and you this week, mate, because you've been really busy with the fringe. The boffees have been busy, and I just feel like we've no had a. Chance to catch up. Mm-hmm. So, how are you?
3: I'm doing well, mate. um Thankfully, what day is it? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I've got four more days left at the fringe. Thank the Lord. Um, but it's been good. I've been enjoying it. um Do you know that way? Like, the thought of doing something, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Like, the thought of doing something's worse than actually doing it. See, when I was thinking, I was looking at my calendar and I was like, oh, fuck, man. Every day for, like, near enough three weeks, I'm going in it to go and get the train, go through to Edinburgh, blah, 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 blah. But see, when you're actually doing it, you're like, is this a bad way to make a living, really? Fucking hell, man. Do you know what I mean? And I'm going and videoing people and meeting people, having a laugh. I'm in, you know, the fringe. So, aye, it's good, man. Been feeling good um, the last sort of few days. But um, I'll, I'll be happy to get to the other side of it. Yeah. Because... As you know, somebody that's done runs at the fringe, whatever, it's fucking exhausting, man. It's literally like, aye. You're like going into a war zone and then coming out of a fucking war zone, like going into Edinburgh now.
2: It's weird how you adjust to something like that. It's like your body goes into fight or flight and you just do mm-hmm. And then after it, like in four, t- seen four days, you'll probably get the cold or something when you when
3: you stop. Aye. And um, your body starts to pure shut down on you.
2: Yeah. Plus, it's only what is it? Forty-five minutes in the train. It's not that bad. It's just because it's so
3: many people and it's busy. But that's good that you've been busy, mate. Yeah. It's not even just like that. Like the, the commute, the commute, like you're saying. I mean, I'm getting, I'm not, I'm getting the one for Charing Cross that takes me and brings me straight back here. So I'm like an hour fifteen. So I'm spending like say like a two and a half hours doing the commute. That's fine, mate. I can set my laptop and I can edit It's The the train gets in at six, the show starts at half six. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I'm having to like pure fucking bust my balls, get to the venue, then I'm getting there. Oh, the, this show's overrun, so we've only got 10 minutes to set up. See, by the time you're actually like, you press record, you're like, what the fuck? Like, be just sweat dripping off the end of my nose and all that do you know what i mean and it's yeah. that it's stressful when you're there and then you come out of it and like you said like your body's like pure right we're stressed what we're doing and you're like ah no, it's time to calm down you get home at like 10 o'clock at night you're sitting there at like one in the morning like ah, i'm fucking fried up or not then you need to go up date again yeah so that it's it's like the pure stress of having to go there and you know what it's like at the fringe like any other live event if I'm doing a stand-up comedy gig, say for instance the doors are at seven, they'll be like get there for six. I've got a new order to set up, and then the doors are at seven. So if I'm if it's running a wee bit late, you know I can go and I can you know people are coming in blah 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 blah. But with this, it's like you've got fifteen minutes to set up three cameras, audio. It's like fuck me man. Then you've got a comedian saying like, "Can you do this in 4D?"
2: You're like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. what's your setup? <laughs> fuck off, man. Like get, I don't care. No explaining my fucking setup to you, mate. You're
2: like, mate, shut up. It's, I'm I'm pointing the camera towards the stage. <laughs> ah exactly. <laughs> but that, that's good mate it's, it's nice to catch up with you and get a chat and i'd be i'd be looking forward to going down for uh something to eat at that place are you thinking about a food challenge or or just no we will just
3: go and try it i don't think they do like an actual challenge yeah. although uh, that could be something that we do for patreon like just going to like i don't know if there is places in glasgow there food challenge mm-hmm. i know that bucks do a wing challenge don't know if you're up for that I've seen a couple of people try it man it looks hell but... is it boneless? if they do boneless wings I could do it I'm sure they would do it I'm Aye. sure they would do
2: it I could do that we could also like... visit like places that are really Scottish famous like so we could go and do food at like the Star Bar or the Horseshoe Bar I fucking you know right. like pure old school like or China Sea you know that restaurant that's been there for like 40 uh-huh. years the Po-San. Yeah. On Alexander Parade. Yeah. The Star aye. Bar, you get a three-course meal for three fifty. Where's the Star Bar? Up at Kamarnock uh, Road. You get a three-course meal.
3: Ah, uh, I've seen people, aye, 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 it's like, aye, it's like a three-course lunch for, like, a fiver or something like <laughs> No, even a fiver, mate. <laughs> it's cheaper than that we will need to do stuff. But
2: like we'll start with Holy Foot Crowd. Yeah, yeah, we'll start. I start somewhere nice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that doesn't taste like rancid shit. Have you been anyway? I have been good, mate. Um I'm really glad to be doing the podcast. I feel good. Um taking ADHD meds, feel better. The the darkness is gone. Uh, for now. But I feel good.
3: <laughs> I feel good. Where are you getting your meds for? Uh illegal methods aye the black market basically aye no the black market is like my
2: mate's fucking cousin's mate I get handed it in a sandwich bag so the black market aye <laughs> basically <laughs> aye I get handed it in a sandwich bag that's why I'm saying things like the champer camper <laughs> 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 but I you know, mate, I feel, I feel good. I've not been that busy. I'm back to running the Funny Bunch. The Funny Bunch went really well, just trying to be productive, and I did that thing at the Fringe a couple of weeks ago, and I'm, I'm looking forward to things in the future, like next year and stuff. But we did the first uh, Funny Bunch at Blackfriars on Sunday, and it was unbelievable. Aye. Aye, it was brilliant. Uh, I actually gutted that I couldn't be there, mate, it just for work, but understandable shit but you're aye. very kind you've been to them all and uh, for the next ones i would like you to film them because i need to get my my crowd work up but what a difference man see getting a venue that are not greedy that actually enjoy comedy and just love comedy as well uh-huh. it was a breath of fresh air chris at blackfriars man he was a good guy I wasn't actually going to run it because I was quite scared to that I'd be struggling during the fringe to sell tickets, but we we sold it out. And James Gardner was opener. Sarah Jane Judge was in the middle doing 10 minutes. Then there was Dean Byrne. Then the headliner
3: was Ray Bradshaw. You were on Dean's podcast last yes. week, weren't you? Blood, Sweat and Fears.
2: Yep. And I tell you what, by the way, see Dean Byrne, he fucking smashed it. And I'm not just saying that. Like, he absolutely smashed it. And he's a funny, funny comedian, by the way. He is one for the future. And a likable guy, I know. Just good person, good chat in the green room. And went up and he fucking smashed it. And he loved it as well. You could tell that he was enjoying it. And Mm I was like, he's he's been working very hard. I don't really know him. I only know him for his podcast. But... I can tell that he's been working really hard, and if he just keeps doing what he's doing,
3: uh-huh. he, he'll be. There good. seems to be a new wave of. I don't know about Scottish, but definitely Glaswegian comics like Mikey Motion, Paddy, uh, Lin- is it Linton? Paddy yeah. Paddy Linton, Dean, Brian Kavanaugh, um Sean Chalmers. Like these guys are look. They're only looking at. This isn't a criticism This is just merely a comment. They're only looking at the likes of Frankie, Bridges, Susie. Is like, that's the path that I need to take because, like, we're mentioning, you know, three comics out of what would you say last 20 years? But they're more looking towards people like gone and graft. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that that Frankie and Kevin and Susie didn't go and graft, but they went through that sort of BBC route of Mm. like, radio tv whereas these guys they're they're doing the internet route yeah and like get there's a few of them that are starting to where you're like fuck man they're really good i've never seen dean so i'm really i'm i'm gonna make a point of actually going and, and seeing them but mate see the amount of these guys that are doing sold out show shows at the fringe you're mm-hmm. like fucking hell man and i think they're doing it just purely after of their own back yeah so i'm like good for you. do you know what i mean
2: i actually gigged with dean for the first time a couple of weeks ago and it was in a wee quiet pub in the west end and it was only 20 people in and it was a tough gig it wasn't a shite but it was just quiet it was tough and it was quiet for everybody that was on the ball. Mm-hmm. and he went up and i was like i know he's good He's, like, having fun during a quiet set. Whether everybody else would be struggling, he was having fun, and then he did The Funny Bunch, and he, he rocked it. And uh, that made me feel good as well, because, and I know a selfish way, but you're like, this is my gig, I'm running this. To actually see somebody storm it was a good feeling. And obviously, James Gardner was amazing as well. i
3: show at the fringes getting... Sorry to interrupt. No, you go. His show the Fringe is getting... Crazy good reviews. and Yes, yes.
2: Born in a wheelchair. I've never actually gigged with James before prior to the Funny Bunch, Mm -hmm. but I know him, talk to him, have a laugh with him. We bump into each other on the street and then I went, he, he opened the Funny Bunch and he was just confident, smashed it and was fantastic. Like, he's another guy that's in a year or two will be like main support um there is a kind of oil rich talent of comedians coming through right now and i'm actually grateful that uh james managed to do the gig and then ray bradshaw fucking smashed it so it was a great wee night lindsay your pal was there taking photos uh some mad crowd people get chucked out as well oh
3: really Aye. so people getting popped out
2: hecklers i missed that. well one heckler one heckler how did you go on i loved it mate i loved it i'm so so grateful to be you know i felt like i was struggling for a wee while just i became aware it's a hard feeling right see when you tr- you try to like focus on your self-worth yeah like i know that i'm good here Mm -hmm. but i feel like some venues are taking the piss so a lot of people would just stay in that situation and just be comfortable and i made a decision i was like no i need to get a better venue better deal so i can pay the comedians better and and stuff like that and i feel like sunday i was like i made the right decision uh, blackfriars is a really really good comedy venue and i think it's going to be a special comedy club in a couple of years and i'm glad that hopefully that is the funny bunches new home for the time being and we'll do a live podcast show in there as well mate
3: Yep, for sure
2: so you can get 160 people in that's more than enough for us ah you fucking and right we'll, we'll get there so christmas or something yeah mate yep we'll book that in and I was thinking uh, I might do the fringe next year like a week or something but I was thinking maybe I could do a funny bunch like one funny bunch at the fringe and one straight white whale fucking right aye we'll do that too so, right aye, I'm looking forward to it the next funny bunch I've got Des McLean headlining well. old school Scottish comedian doing very well getting a lot of acting work back in the game I've got Chris. I feel very lucky to have Chris, by the way. Chris Thorburn.
3: Right. Another
2: guy that's yep. fucking smashing the There's fringe. a
3: podcast in here that, you know, this isn't me <clears throat> shitting on their podcast. It gets very little engagement and views, but it's a fucking great podcast called um, Watch Bad Movies with Great Comedians. Chris Thorburn's one of the the panel mm-hmm. um, on that with Billy Kirkwood, um, Kate Hammer, Funny bunch uh, yeah. alumni, we call them funny bunch alumni. And uh, um, Rick Mulholland. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. But yeah. Chris Scott as well, another funny bunch alumni. So yes. owner, a regular owner. Chris is a great, um a great guy. I seen him at uh Waverley and um he was just I, just I find him funny. Do you know like I just think Chris is a funny guy, but he was like pure I'm So sorry, I didn't come up and say hello to you and I was like <laughs> we're at the fringe mate like fucking Aye. go to your show alright mate see you later I pure, f- wanting to come up like pure oh I want to come up and chat but I need to go I'm like mate it's alright fuck off you know I feel like I might be oversharing
2: here and I, I think I know I talk about ADHD quite a lot now right but I, you know I don't I never really knew Chris before the funny bunch right and see because the previous venue fucked us around mm-hmm. and I never earned money Fair. Mm-hmm. I was late in paying some comedians, and I, I was like, "Ah, Chris, I don't have any money, mate. The ticket link was fucked, and can you wait and until I get paid, then I'll pay you the fee." And it was totally cool. Tot- it was like, "Don't worry about it, mate. Don't leave yourself short. Just gaze it when you've got it." And then I get paid for Blackfriars, and I was able to pay them. But I found it quite funny because I'm like, I've I've became aware of my behaviour. So like. I'm like, ah, sending him voice notes. Cheers, mate, man. I've got your fucking back forever, bro. And he's just like, what?
3: <laughs> Chris <laughs> was- is such a, like, you know, like, he's not like that. You know what I mean? He'd just be like pure, uh, okay. <laughs> you're Honestly,
2: like- mate, you need some cunt done in. Phone his mate. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good lad and he's funny as well. And he's quite geeky with the film stuff. And I like that. That's why I like Dean as well. Like, see when you're unapologetically there's nothing wrong with being a geek but see when you just
3: you're unapologetically you like you're you love what you love and you don't uh, give a fuck this is what I mean I don't know why this has made me me think of this but um, this is what I don't like about a lot of sort of Scottish influencers and celebrities and podcasters that I meet, you know, there's a couple of them in particular that are very prominent and they're trying to paint themselves to be something that you can quite clearly see that they're not. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes off as just kind of like disingenuous but like cringy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and if this is like the, the, the thing, people book in today like a podcast or whatever in here and they'll, and they'll come in and they'll be like, what you think about this and that? I'll just always be like are you into that? Yeah. Aye do it then, just do it, it doesn't matter what other people think, like you're saying, like, you know what I mean, I had a guy once, he was like, I don't really want to do football, and I was like, why no, because, oh, I think his sort of thing was, it's kind of just low down, you know, like low level, intellectually, so I was like, right, but do you watch a lot of football, that's all I watch. Do your podcast about fucking football then like what you gotta talk about fucking quantum mechanics you, <laughs> do you know I, what I mean And like, I, I think Rogan has gave people this sort of idea that if you oh, just sit down and talk you don't need to do that you mm. don't need to pretend that you're fucking smart like for people to validate you like if you love movies, horror movies you know B movies you want to do a podcast and you're a comedian fucking just do it on that you know what I mean And just day do football, day do movies do, you know comics if that's yeah. your thing. Fucking do Just be yourself.
2: It's much easier to just be yourself than to try and date anything else.
3: Well, that's... I think a lot of people I see... And I don't... Present company excluded with us. Like, with our content, it makes them anxious. And I think it's because they're like, I don't really know if what I'm saying right. And it's like, so why are you, why are you talking about it publicly? <laughs> like... Talk about something else. Talk about something that you're you're actually into, and you know what you're talking about. Your opinion is valid, rather than trying to talk about something that you've not got a fucking clue about. Yeah. And but just because, like, no, but that's the thing. You know what I mean? And that's like the end thing right now. Um. No, just fucking like I think that makes people anxious. Whereas if people come into a room, sit down, they want to make content, and they are actually being genuine themselves, they should have no anxiety about that. Mhm. I've
2: also seen that with people on like who to get as a podcast guest or we'll get him or her because of this and you're like no don't do that get them on because you like them or you find them interesting and it'll organically grow don't get somebody that fucking you know you'll see a viral video in Scotland like you know remember that lassie that was stoning at the grave singing my boy lollipop (laughs) like (laughs) she, she pops up in a podcast or like that wee driving instructor guy with the glasses remember he was getting driving lessons and he's like that's ah, my uncle he's a fat
3: prick uh, i don't like, remember that but i remember my boy lollipop Aye, like they all pop up in podcasts aye. and you're like what you doing man well i think like a lot of the time you know i support like i don't really mind talking publicly about people that i don't think are like genuinely being themselves or, or whatever like that you know unless i actually work with them or you know, have professional integrity, but see when people like Kaz Milligan, right? He's that's a total, f- that's fake as fuck, man. Like that is so fucking fake. Like that persona, what he's, it's just, it, it's, it's fake, right? And you see them sort of like trying to maintain their persona, and oh, I want to see the podcast. I want to get through it, make sure I didn't say and blah blah blah, and and he'll just like, why be like that? Mm-hmm. Because, but. I think a lot of these people that we're talking about are fame hungry. So they're no going out there and trying to put, you know, like this podcast, for instance, right? You were like, I need to do something. I'm not doing anything. I need to do something to get back into comedy. I'm going to start a podcast. And then it starts to go and and it it gets momentum and you're like, I enjoy doing this and blah, blah, blah. A lot of people, it's no about trying to achieve something personally. It's more about trying to achieve something you know, that they think is going to make them somehow famous and happy and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I think if you dare it of the back of something that isn't real, then you'll never feel happy with it. It'll always be, it'll always, you'll always overthink it and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But how did I get this coffee, mate? It's fucking damn, it's damn fucking bits on me. But I, <laughs> when people come in and, and it's got that sort of like lack of authenticity... You can you can sense it off them. You yeah. know what I mean. Do you think I'm
2: lacker? No, I don't even know how to say the sentence. Authenticity. Yeah. Do you think I like that? No. With you. No. I've actually got a question from a follower regarding us. It says Paul. Paul should treat you better. What? Yeah. Who? How could? What? Paul should treat you better. It's not nice how he treats you. Who
3: sent that in? Me. <laughs> <laughs> it was me that wrote it. I'm gonna start slagging you on other podcasts. <laughs> see that Kaz Milligan and Darren Connell? <laughs> no, I was kidding on mate. You I'm know joking. I was talking
2: shit there. Um but I I see it all the time, man. Like I feel so I kind of feel sorry for people like that. But also grateful for for like the people that we are for like what you see is what you get. I've never thought about the fame thing either. Like people think, what does it feel like being this and that? But, like, I don't give a fuck. I want to make people laugh. I enjoy comedy. I love comedy. I mm-hmm. love movies. I enjoy the process of going up and making a crowd laugh. If the side effects of that is somebody recognizing me, then I'll take it. But I don't want to be famous. I don't I don't even class myself as famous. And then i would say like i'm glasgow famous like that type of person but i was at central the other day and i was on the phone and uh you get some growlers i know by the way like Aye. guys uh, there was a guy walking into central on his phone and he was literally like that i like all right i wonder what that's about obviously i thought about it for the next nine days unable to eat He's probably looking at somebody behind me, but hey. <laughs> Thinking about murdering the guy. Hi. Oh here speaking about um problems. Uh <laughs> we need to out so I'm getting actual shooting pains in my neck. I'm gonna uh out them. Let me run a situation past you, right? I want you to tell me if this is if I'm who's in the ring here, right?
3: Okay. If you go in so and- Is this like have you ever seen Reddit, Am I the Asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that? There's, yes. a, there's a subreddit called "Am I the asshole?" and people go in and basically like, this thing happened. Who's the asshole? And mm. people are like, you or them. Is that what we're doing? Okay. Exactly.
2: Okay. So, I met Libby from Back on Side yesterday about potential charity work, about talking about mental health and my journey and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm more than happy to share that. I'll go into skills, whatever, and pass the journey. Positivity. I'm in a 12-step program, eight years sober. Then she left. Then I walked into the Village Hotel in Glasgow beside the Clyde, right? Okay. The black building right across from the BBC uh-huh. studios. And over the, uh, the, right. the Village
3: Gym? Yes. Doing at the, the hydro type thing. So I'm on a wee pink
2: cloud. I'm happy about mental health. I want to help people. And I go to the bar. Can I have a pint of soda water, please? No ice, a tiny bit of blackcurrant currant. And... I swiped my card over it, and before I had a chance to realise what was happening, they charged me four pound fifty for a pint of soda water with blackcurrant met. I was sitting at a desk sending invoices for the funny bunch, right? Uh huh. And goblins were talking to me. See all the stuff about Libby and mental health and helping. All oh, that health? positivity gone. Get to fuck. Fuck your primary skills. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, so what, what, where's the assholeness coming into this? What are you talking about? It's £4.50
2: for us.
0: Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. No, but you were
3: saying, am man in the ring here? What did you do? I'm never
2: going to step foot in the village hotel ever okay. again. Anybody that ever talks to me about it, I say, don't go. I blocked them. <laughs> I've shunned them. I've shunned a building. <laughs> like, it's not even a person. I've shunned a building. Uh-huh. Um, I, I tried to out them on Twitter, sent them a message on Instagram, and I never, I couldn't get to sleep till four o'clock in the morning. So, there we go. Four pound fifty, but so
3: are you asking me? Wait, what? What are you asking my opinion on here? Is it okay for them to charge four pound fifty for a soda water and blackcurrant? No, thank you. It's tap water, gas, and diluting juice. For fuck's sake! Yeah, but how much you've reacted to it? I would ask you in the form of a question of like, how did that? How did that make you feel? No no the four fifty, right? We're getting into therapy talk here now. <laughs> Let's put that to one side because that, that's a fucking disgrace, right? Okay. You can get a pint of fucking lager for two fifty in the city centre, right? Which is what you know cost way more money, whatever, right. Okay. Let's put that to one side. Your actual the way that you reacted to it, how did that make you feel? I walked home and I was talking to myself all the way to my front door. And what was, the, what was the talk like?
2: They fucked me. Right. They fucked me, so I need to <laughs> fuck them back. <laughs> okay. I cannot believe I allowed someone to fuck me as well. They stole money from me. That's an injustice. How How can I make that better? How can I make it one each? Because they fucked me. Do you, do you remember the big Lebowski? Do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Uh-huh. That's... That's the dialogue that was gone in my head when I walked home. And yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it's an injustice.
3: Right. Okay. So I would say that let's put a couple of those things on a shelf, right? (laughs) Such as like they fucked you, right? And you can be like, right, let's, you know, how did you allow them to fuck you? You said I allowed them, you know, I can imagine that that would maybe make you feel a wee bit sort of like, you know, I don't know, persecuted or you feel bad. Like, I shouldn't have fucking allowed that to happen. How exactly did you allow that to happen? I wasn't paying attention.
2: I swiped my card and it wasn't until I got away that I realized what happened. I wish I would have been like 450. What? You actually What?
3: Would you still see uh, it? Say, if, say no. for instance, they'd pulled the pint, put it down, put the card machine, and you noticed it said 450 in the card machine, you you just, just walked away? I'd have walked away. Right, okay.
2: I would have walked away. I would have also said something, though, to terrify them. I'd be like, you yeah, actually, you're doing this to me. The night stalker. <laughs> the Glasgow the, night stalker. The Glasgow fucking night stalker. You're actually doing it. You, you think you can do this to me? You actually <laughs> think you can do this to me? You see nine years time when you're away and you're not working here anymore, you've got a career I know you're probably in here part time and you're in college and all that nine years time you've got your family you're walking down the beach and your wife does that what's that wee dot ten miles in the distance oh I think it's a guy we'll get the brino- binoculars out that's a guy
3: it's me came back for revenge right so yes you you are the arsehole in that (laughs) in that situation Uh, no I get it mate I get it I get it yeah
2: Nothing against the person working behind the
3: bar, but well, way. It seems like you're taking something against them. Considering you're saying <laughs> in nine years, you're going to murder them on a beach while walking a dog with their family. Yeah, the, the, the you know that way they they chuck a
2: frisbee right for the the <clears> Labrador <throat> to go and fetch it. Go and get that Kipper. Fetch. And then it runs away. Big fucking goofy Labrador. Big tongue out. It's mouth. it's a puppy and all that <laughs> running away. No, no. All you hear in the distance is. What what happened to Kipper? What happened to Kipper? I fucking ate it. I ate your
3: fucking dog. I was thinking more subtle there. Like like they throw the frisbee and it goes behind like a sort of bush. And they're like, where's where's Kipper? And they run behind the bush and you're just like petting the dog. But also got like a sort of grippy collar as you pet it and just going, oh hiya. It's a lovely dog that you've got there. Yeah. Nice family as well. Yeah. Any soda water? <laughs> See you letter, pal, and just walk away. And just leave them with that. Yeah. I think like psychological abuse is worse than physical abuse. Yeah. They could they they'll so say, for instance, they're what working at college, 21, 9, 9 years, 30. They've got like 40 years left of their life wondering when it's gonna happen. Yeah that's what I was that's where I was leaning No, like eating the duck but right maybe that was a bit much
2: I'll take <laughs> notes then I'll take notes after you for next time I appreciate <laughs> it but I, though, genuinely joking aside nothing against the person that was working at the bar it's more about the the corporate fucking side the of
3: village hotel is a fucking absolute wank hotel though yeah. mate it's it's one of the places that fucking charges you like fucking 90 quid a month for a gym subscription and yeah. all that do you know what I mean and it's David Lloyd Club. Oh, great. You go to David Lloyd Club. F- <laughs> fucking good for you. I go to fucking Pure Gym. Aye. 12 quid a month. i okay, We talk about walk 30,000 steps a day,
2: but see, because <laughs> uh, a lot of the BBC people were there and STV people as well. <coughs> and I'm just a fucking mad bastard there with my shorts on. Do, you know, Don McKay for the uh-huh. news. Yeah. He was there. I don't know him. He doesn't know me. Was sitting having a coffee, but my heater was pure, you fucking prick, pricker. Eh? Sit there drinking your fucking coffee, you prick. All because I paid four pounds fifty for a soda water. now I hate Don McKay
3: So, you got a dug? I hope not because it's getting fucking <laughs> spanked <laughs> we'll on a kippa. piece See, back in the day, um, we'll, uh, we'll get away the village hotels I know. Shit. Oh, fuck, right. aye, and shit. Whole i right. I and I'm not going to for... eat somebody's dug. I'm sorry. Well, this is comedy. Comedy, comedy, comedy podcast. podcast. <laughs> um do you remember when STV used to be on the tune Up at the Theatre Royale? Do you remember? Oh hi, man, that was a blast. Back in the day, right? Yeah. We used to go to Trader Joe's. Do you remember Trader Joe's? I can't rem- I know then I, I do remember the name I. So it's right across the road, right next to the Conservatoire, or what used to be the Royal Academy of Music and Drama, Rasmad. And then STV was here. Trader Joe's was there. So you would see people that would be coming for STV, they would be going in and getting a pint, just same as the Village Hotel, do you know what i mean? And one night, Jim Delahunt. do you know Jim Delahunt? Yes. The the football, the football guy. Red hair? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. He was in and he was standing at the bar with like, you know, a whiskey and ice or something like that. And one of my... I used to play this game where I used to pretend to like hump people. (laughs) Now I'm like six, five big guy so we used to do this thing it was funny i wouldn't do it to to women it, it would be to men and nightclubs where i would try and like sneak up on them and like hump their leg without them noticing or you not know, why people just turn around and be like what, what just happened there and i'd be yeah. off right and one of my mates was pure oh mate you need to do that to jim delahunt and i was like right, okay <laughs> so the way that i did it was i, I like positioned myself at the bar it was quite a busy night it's like a friday night positioned myself at the bar and he was standing at the bar with like his whiskey just don't know if he's an alcoholic or whatever Jim you know back on side if you're listening he was uh drinking his whiskey and I went up and I was like pretending <laughs> to hump him and like looking behind me like that telling like, my mates and my mates were fucking howling I was like like wasn't it that funny we did it all the time and they pointed out that he was standing at a mirrored bar oh no way and he could pure fucking see me just in this mirror and he was just standing there like pure what the fuck is going on <laughs> did he turn run no did he fuck would you turn run if a fucking six foot five and at the time i had fucking held down to mars six <laughs> foot five wearing flares a vest and a pure skin tight fucking leather jacket coming up and like fucking humping you no, I don't think I would fucking turn around. I think I'd be like, I'm going to wait for this maniac to get away from me. Yeah. Like, I'm getting the fuck out of this pub. Poor guy, mate. He's in for one
2: whiskey after a 14 hour shift. And you're like back on side alcohol. <laughs> 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 He's a mad Dundee United fan, isn't he? I think I think something so. Like that. No, no. Aye. Um, what else has been happening? I found a funny video online that I found i mean it's quite sad but it's funny as well have you ever heard of an actor called uh what's his name again gary Busey.
3: ah gary Busey was and so he was like <laughs> he, he, sorry i laughed because this is a horrible story but he was going to be like the next leonardo Di- well no no he was that thing like in the 80s gary Busey was going to be like the next big mm-hmm. star he was in lethal weapon with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover and he was supposed to be like this really good looking guy but did they not get like, did they not come off a Harley? Yeah. Or something like that? With no helmet. Right. Mm -hmm. Aye and it like gave him brain damage and does he not know they like mad art and all sorts of mad shit like. Well I looked at his internet movie
2: database and I think he's got 140 odd credits for lethal weapon to predator 2 and also, he was in Fear and Loathing. And he was a very funny guy. And see, when he was younger... How was he, Lo- he in Fear and Loathing? How was in Fear and in Las Vegas? He had a, a wee cameo as the police officer that stopped them when they were speeding.
3: Aye. Right, okay. And, um it's a weird scene that it's, it's surreal, he like propositions Hunter S. Thompson, don't he? Mm-hmm. Kinda, kinda know, Kinda uh, I think there was a kiss or something Ah, uh, he's like, if I could only just have a kiss. Yeah. Really lonely over here and he's like, aye aye, ay, that's right ay. Yeah. <laughs> great love that movie, mate great, that.
2: great actor, mate. He's been in some amazing uh, movies but he, like you said, he fell off a bike without a helmet um, I think he had something like 80% Chance of death, like he he literally was a miracle that the guy lived, and then when he came back for his injury, um, it changed him completely, changed his personality. But now he's like in his seventies. He's he's fucked. He's absolutely
3: fucked. Right. And do you know he played himself in Entourage, and they kind of took the piss out of aye. And I wondered if he knew that. Do you know what I mean? And he played like a sort of wacky well, he played Gary Busey and he, he plays like this sort of he's like wacky and like mental. And I've I've often wondered if he was aware of that. Did he did he know what they were doing and sort of play up to it? Mm-hmm. Or is he just like, do you know what I mean? And like his agents, just, just wheel him in. Do you know what I mean? And then he'll just he'll just do mental shit. I think it might be a bit of both, but he's kinda
2: at the stage now that I think he's he's sick, he's unwell. Right uh because there was a video on i don't know if you've seen it on my insta stories uh, he was getting he was getting interviewed for a podcast mm-hmm. and he wasn't he wasn't blinking me his eyes were like that did not blink right. i was like right well that's something but they were like gary busey great actor thank you for coming on and he was just like let's talk. like um
3: kind of t- gary busey Kinda talks like that, Marshy. Eh? Aye, what a fucking fifties 50s... Busey. Uh-huh, he's like pure. Come on, Kappa. But he's like, like ah, let's
2: talk about buttered sausage. What? What's <laughs> the deal with buttered sausage? Open yeah. my mouth. Get it away from me. Just talking in riddles. Absolute riddles, man. Funny as fuck though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious in the era of short form comedy, like fucking Gary Busey. Wow. Remember Meatloaf Square Go, Dome? No. There's a video they were doing The
2: Apprentice America and uh, Meatloaf, Meatloaf lost his temper, William, and was like in his face screaming. And uh, uh, Gary Busey was impressive. He did not back down and was just taking the piss at him. Like,
3: yeah, you're a good,
2: he's a good guy.
3: Right, so he's maybe, the lights are on yes that type of thing but he's maybe like that saying in in that sort of entourage way like maybe just playing up to the fact that he's got fucking brain damage and he's one his eyes looks did he lose an eye or something like that man because one like you're saying he does not blink and it's like down here Mm -hmm. like sloth for the fucking goonies or something like that don't ever bad mouth sloth
2: he's kind gentle soul beautiful man my beautiful soul sloth
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it mentions it all the way through what's Sloth's full name? oh no way what's his last name? Uh, Fratelli Yeah, there you go just a wee bit of just a thought I'd take you where a wee pop quiz there I, I
2: only found out recently by the way that they <clears throat> were called the Fratellis the Fratellis uh, that's for the Fratellis get their name I, I did not know that Mama Fratelli yeah you've been bad mama
3: they could never do that now. I know mate they couldn't I mean the pure fat the like the pure fat shame yeah. chunk um and aye man that's a great movie man I I know that there've been I know that there has been multiple calls for a sequel but don't leave it aye leave it as it is man we don't we don't need to see I I get people being like, oh there should have been a sequel to the Goonies. what they gonna do mm-hmm. fucking I don't know, like, what are they gonna do? Like, take Sloth to school and barter the bullies to school? But, like, I don't understand what they're supposed to fucking do. Yeah. Everything's been done. They saved the fucking town. They found the gold. Are they gonna fucking sail around the world in the pirate ship or something? Aye. Don't do it. Plus, see, knew if Sloth... If
2: <clears throat> Sloth was in the goonies now, it'd be all that LGBT shite. Fucking blonde hair, not all that. Sloth would have his fucking lipstick on. I'm not watching that. <laughs> Kidding <laughs> on. That was a clear joke. That was a joke. If you don't know that it's a joke, then fuck off, cause that was a joke. <laughs> um plus I the not do sloth now. But then that 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 hurts me because I never ever thought as sloth as offensive or scary. When I was away and I loved Sloth for a uh-huh. goodies man, He was a good character. hmm Chucky chunk. <laughs>
3: You can come and live with us now. <laughs> um Do you know he was an American football player? I did, mate. I did. And what we say, I mean, can you imagine... <clears throat> there must have been multiple actors during the years where this is the case, but getting loads of work because you look weird. Yeah. You Not know, because you're a great actor or it's like... He, who's the, who's the big cunt that looks weird? Get him, we need him. Like, Last House, he's in Last House on the Left or something, As he know? Like, the big uh, bald guy. Uh-huh. He's in the house of Eyes as well. The house of Eyes, yeah. that's it. No, the Last House on the Left, the house. of Eyes. I think he might be in that as well, by the right, way, okay. Aye, I think he. But he literally had an acting career because he was built like a tank and looked strange. Yeah. Weird Science as well. He was in Weird Science. He's in a biker gang, isn't he? Uh-huh. Along with, um... I get the guy that plays um, Bennett and Commando. See the guy that looks like um, Freddie Mercury and Commando? Aye, aye. He's the leader of the biker gang and Weird Science. No way. He just does not look anything. He's not got the Tasha or and He's got a mohawk. Just doesn't look anything like him, but it's him. Wow. I'm going to go back and visit that, mate. Some air movie. I've not seen Weird Science in fucking years. That was a good film, man. I enjoyed that
2: the brother in that is a great actor actually bill
3: Paxson. yeah
2: Paxson. rest in peace great actor man shame that was a good film so is there anything else you'd like to talk about um
3: how long have we done 50 minutes 50 minutes we're are approaching we... the we're approaching the end um i don't know mate what have you got you got anything on the paper
2: I just wanted to thank uh, the patron members. I, d- I don't know if I'd done that at the start, but um, I set up a discount code for the funny bunch, and quite a lot of the patron people were there. So that means a lot. Thank you very much. I know I put a video up the other night thanking people, but it was nice. It was nice to be there. Colleen was there as well. Colleen Jared. Oh, wow. Aiden McGiddy as well.
3: Oh aye, but you yeah. getting famous. Fuck sorry for being been on me for too long.
2: Sorry for being famous.
3: You said earlier you didn't want. I know,
2: but uh, you know, you get what you do not want in life.
3: I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> when are you gonna go into your like Jim Morrison phase and just grow your beard out, grow your hair long, eat cheeseburgers all day, cut about Glasgow and a fur coat and you're I don't think I'm that far away
2: I'm like, just let my hair grow for a couple of months And we're there Aye I was going to actually play The Doors at the start I took a couple of lists uh, Some songs The Doors, there's a song for the peanut butter falcon That I was going to play The peanut, who? How dare you Peanut butter falcon? The movie We've all oh, right remember we've spoke about it about a year ago. Um, great movie, great, great movie, great soundtrack. But you're the what year did that come out it was only a couple of year old. It's um, who's the guy? What's his name again? He used to be in the Transformer movies, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, <clears throat> he's in it and he's got a Down syndrome co star, right? Okay, yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> dreams about being a wrestler.
3: And it's a fantastic movie. I've recommended it a few times on the pod. Have you seen the video a Shia LaBeouf singing happy birthday? Yeah. In the background to somebody? Yeah. If you're sitting like that. <laughs> Loving it. Like, okay. You alright?
2: Aye, aye. He's fucked, in it. Uh-huh. But it's a great movie. It's, it's a feel-good movie. A feel-good uh, soundtrack as well. So if you're looking for movie recommendations... I recommend that again. And also, by the way, let me just quickly um, recommend another film that I watched again. I was
3: just going to ask if you've been
2: been seeing it and what's been going on. Um, I was on Dean Burns' podcast last week, if he's want to check it out, and we were talking about a, a film about cults and I... I forgot what it was called and then I went on to uh, Google and I obviously found it. And what the fuck is wrong with me, man? I mean, there's something wrong with my brain, mate. Was that? No, I'm even going to finish that because I'll get cancelled. No, fact, fuck it. I was on the bike with Gary
3: Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about battered sausage. Are you saying bottled or buttered? Buttered. Buttered sausage. Uh-huh. Um, why will you look for that? Like, I watched that. Do you know, you ever watched that BBC programme about the pirate radio station? Is it people just doing nothing or something like that? Aye, aye, aye. The guy that's the, the lead guy in that. Uh, MC Grinder I think his name is which I think is hilarious because they're, they're like pure to be pure tough guys and he's called himself MC Grinder
2: where's he from? what do you mean? MC Grinder
3: he's no real he's a character oh, he's okay. a character in that angle but that actor's go, uh, let me just find um, if, well, this podcast has consisted of me darn sitting on our phones um, MC Grinder See if it comes up. MC Grinder. Fuck it. We'll find out. I'll, I'll put a link in the thing. me. He's got a YouTube channel Um, where they just go to places and they just eat food. suppose maybe we, I don't. I only watched my first one the other day. So we're no, we're no stealing the concept by going to Holyfoot girl, what well, was doing stuff where we sat and eat. I think every content creator does something around food, didn't they? Everybody. Um, And they did Glasgow, and I wanted your, I wanted to get your opinion on this, so they did some fantastic shit, right? Which I was like, yeah, yes, when they was like, we're going here, I was like, ah, yes, right? But they went, he was like, we're going to go and get a traditional Scottish breakfast, and they went to University Cafe, and I was like, hmm that's no that's a shite breakfast for mm-hmm. me that's a greasy spoon breakfast i would have i don't know man i'd have rather they went somewhere where they had like the stone away black pudding and all that yeah what they could have i've maybe said i've said on other podcasts coyer's is an overrated place to go for food but just because it's still a five star for a breakfast mm-hmm. but people going about it like they've reinvented you know what i mean And oh coyer's is one of the best places. it's no. Fuck off. But they went to University Cafe and it's like, literally like, get like fucking toast and beans and an egg. and yeah. I was like, what? Did they enjoy it? Oh, they fucking loved it. You got a deep fried Mars bar and he was like, holy shit. Which I agreed with, mate. is fucking God tier, like confectionery. You ever had a deep fried Mars bar? Do you know, I
2: don't see the bar. I don't think I've had it as a bar, but I had it in a, a pub once and it was like a wee ball. With, right. a, with a bit of ice cream like a wee fancy version uh-huh. of it do you like it? do you know I don't know if I would eat it again
3: but I did, I did not dislike it right you know no, I love them I've only ever had it twice uh-huh. and I love them but I, I just thought I was like see if you're going to go to a city like you're going to go say for instance you were to say to me look say we did a couple of the wee food vlogs and people love it and you're like when we we'll go to Edinburgh I'd be like let's do some research do some research on where's the best place to go i don't think university now for the history potentially you could go like right, it's on Byers road it's been there for a long time and it's a historical place but i don't know man like anthony bourdain went there as well and i was like it's not the best chippy or the best place to go for a breakfast in glasgow for me man there's better there's way better it's changed as
2: well, mate. I feel like, not to shit on them or anything, but, like, I had one a couple of years ago and I was like, yeah, that was nearly fucking...
3: It's just bang average. Huh? Like, see if you go back... I was saying this to somebody not so long ago. See if you were to go back 10 years, maybe even a wee bit further back than that, 15 years ago, and somebody was to go, where would you go in Glasgow for a burger? I think you would be like, mcdonald's like i, I don't see no you know what i mean and we're like el perro negro fucking i mean there's so many places but like the best burger in the uk is on woodlands road mm-hmm. like, i watched another one of these like travel vlog food vlogs and it was an american couple right they yeah. came to glasgow during the glasgow film festival they went to witherspoons i was like what like, you, you came to Glasgow, you wanted to go to an authentic pub and you went to fucking Wotherspoons, they go to dinner in Szechuan House. It's like, what are you doing? You're literally, like, fucking five-minute walk away for like, Mr. Sings or pure amazing foot Mother India, El Perro Negro, like all these pure amazing places, um, Strafagan on fucking Gibson Street, and they went to fucking Wotherspoons for a pint and then Szechuan House for their dinner. It's like what's going on? We need to sort this out. Weatherspoons. Fucking smelly bastard.
2: I mean, nothing wrong with weatherspoons, but for food blogs, come on. Craziness. Come on to fuck. Um I we we can do some food stuff. I'm fucking starving. Uh <laughs> the movie is called Faults. And it is Claire is under the grip of a mysterious new cult called Faults. Desperate to be reunited with their daughter, Claire's parents recruit one of the world's foremost experts on mind control. And it is 2014, directed by Riley Streams, and there's not many people in it that you might know. Big Lance Riddick.
3: That Chris Ellis guy was in... Like True Blood, and he was in an. Uh, he's in Stranger Things, as you know.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Armageddon. Oh, there you go. Aye, Apollo Thirteen. He's he's a big actor, but the rest of them I don't recognise. It is one of those movies
2: that is. I don't know why I feel like it's went under the radar, but it's
3: fantastic. I would say ten out of ten. Faults. So there false, we go. Faults. Twenty fourteen. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I'm going to check that out, mate. Mm-hmm. And it's not like Mandy. Remember the last time? Ah, uh, you traumatized me yeah. with a movie selection. Yeah, I
2: mean it's still kind of traumatizing, but it's no, it's no mental. Okay. It's no mental.
3: I'll check it. No, we'll come
2: back to you. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Have you seen Barbie yet? No, yet. I don't believe in that woke shit. Scared on. The only... Then. No, wait a minute. the only reason I've no went is because I didn't want to be a
3: guy going in by myself. That's the only reason I've no went. Have you seen it? Aye. Did you enjoy it? Aye, it's brilliant, mate. So I thought we could have a wee bit of a chat about it, but it's alright.
2: We can talk about it if you want. Is it 10 out of 10?
3: You go and see it and then we'll come back and we'll sit and we'll chat about it. I could be the sloth Barbie. Hey, you guys. Sloth Barbie. Great title for the episode. Chucky chunk. Big fucking
2: eyeball up that way. <laughs> I'll go and wa- I'll go and get it. I'll go and watch it. I don't know if I'm going to go to the cinema. I'll get it on Amazon. Too embarrassed. Aye. Okay. I mean, if I walk in with my shorts on and everybody's like, "Why is that cunt here watching Barbie?" I love movies. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm in love with Ryan Gosling. Hi, Gosling. Uh, also a wee thing it keeps popping up i don't know if it's just came on netflix it's called trust me it's a drama with jodie whittaker that i had a wee tiny part in six Aye? years ago mate Aye? six six years ago and i don't know if it's just came on netflix because i've had about nine messages off people and it came up in my memory as well so um Check out. Um, it. it's on netflix and I, I, i'm a doctor in it for two episodes Love it! I'll big go black beard, it. big dyed black beard. So there you go. Look at look at me now. <laughs> We're up. Yes, we've done an hour. We've got a patron as always. It's four pound fifty a month with a fifty p VAT charge. I've got my odd and more show on it. there's extra episodes every two weeks. There'll be discounts for the funny bunch. All that stuff. If you listen to the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And as always, trips, please share, retweet, word of mouth goes a long way. And really thank you to Alan Argue for sponsoring the podcast. It means a lot. Thank you for your help today, Paul. And we'll see you next week. We'll probably get a guest in. Maybe Nelfaniel Collins, my cousin. Oh, aye. Who just won the championship last week. Yes,
3: absolutely. Brilliant.
2: Look at me trying to jump on his back.
3: I know. Now he's famous.
2: I know. Couldn't give a fuck about him four days ago. Nathaniel who? Don't even know how to say his name as soon as he won it. You want to come on my podcast? (laughs) On my
3: (laughs) podcast, bro. (laughs) Is that us? That's us, mate. See you next week. Bye.